Hey guys, it's Jasmine here, the founder of Faithology and Brand and the host of the Faithology Podcast. The Faithology Brand is a Christian self-improvement brand that focuses on the importance of self-improvement, mental health, self-awareness, and emotional intelligence, all while keeping Christ in the center. All people are welcome from different ages and background demographics. For more content, follow us on Instagram at faithologythebrand. If you're interested in receiving motivational texts and Bible verses daily, text HEY, H-E-Y, to 855-527-1087. And if you're interested in our faith coaching services and want like a free first 20-minute Zoom call session with us, reach out to us on Instagram or email coaching at faithologybrand.co. Hey guys. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of Faithology with your host, Jasmine Martin. So in today's episode, I want to talk about a topic that has been on my heart. So should we really fear God? What is God-fearing? What is a God-fearing person? What does that even mean? I feel like when people who hear God fearing, whether you've been Christian all your life, whether you're a new Christian, like you just gave yourself to Christ, or even if you're a non-believer, but you're just interested in Christianity or whatever it may be, no matter what your beliefs are, I feel like when someone hears God fearing, they even myself at first I thought this, they could be like, what does that mean? Like, why am I fearing God? Why am I scared of God? Like why why would i do that um and i just want to kind of clarify what it means to be god fearing in a sense so god fearing does not mean being scared of god right i feel like the term fearing in the phrase god fearing is respecting god being obedient to god right and I feel like when you build a relationship with Christ for yourself, you're going to initially want to obey God and respect God, just as in any other relationship in your life with the person, right? When you're in a relationship with someone, whether that's a friendship, a family relationship, a romantic, platonic, whatever it is, you are going to want to respect someone because you care about them. So I feel like in that same way, as you build a relationship with God and you commit to it, you are going to want to respect God because God is love, right? You should not want to, you should not be scared of God. You should not be scared of God. You should not fear God, never. Even when you sin, even when you stumble, never fear him. Because as I spoke about in my podcast episode, Are We Saved by Grace or Works? Which if you haven't listened to, definitely check it out when you finish listening to this episode. Because I feel like it kind of correlates and goes hand in hand. But God is God is love. Just like it states in 1 John chapter 4 verse 16 God is love and whoever abides in love abides in God and God abides in him God is love and all who live in love live in God and God lives in them 
God is a loving God. God is love. He does not hate you. Even if you sin, even if you mess up, he's not going to be angry. He's not going to be mad. He's already forgiven you before you've even committed the sin, right? But keep in mind, just because God extends his grace on us does not mean we should take it for advantage, which definitely check out that podcast episode because I'm I go further in depth and detail and I feel like it'll make more sense when you listen to this as well because it correlates with each other. But God is love. Even when you stumble, we all fall short of the glory of God, but that doesn't mean that God hates us or is going to disown us, right? So that also goes into the verse in 1 Corinthians. So the verse that everyone knows, 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 8. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. But where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. So, in 1 John, it talks about how God is love. And then in 1 Corinthians, it talks about what love is. Isn't that so crazy how his word works? He is explaining himself to us, right? Who God is. God is love. Love is patient. Love is kind. God is patient. God is kind. It does not boast. It does not envy. God does not boast and he does not envy. It keeps no records of wrong. God does not keep any records of wrong. Because Lord knows we all sin and we all fall short of the glory of God, right? So God does not want you to be scared of him or to believe in him out of fright, which is another topic I kind of want to discuss in today's episode. I feel like when people try to spread God's word they try to like spread wrath and like make it seem like you have to be perfect and if you don't fit into x y and z you just can't be Christian you're just not Christian you're just a sinner and you're going to hell and I'm here to tell you that no human has authority over you to tell you if you're going to hell or not okay and as believers when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are saved by His grace. You are saved by His grace. That means that you have secured eternal life. But it's important to build a relationship with Him as you would with anyone else that you love, right? How can you sit here and say, I love God, but you have no relationship with Him? Sure, yes, you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Sure, when you do that, that means that your spirit is secured and you have that eternal life promise. Of course you do, because God keeps his promises no matter what. God is God, right? But on your end, why would you not have a relationship with someone you love? Or how can how can you love someone without having a relationship with them first and foremost, right? Which is why I feel like a lot of people are scared to be Christian or a lot of people don't want to be Christian because they think being Christian means that you have to abide by a book of rules. They think that being Christian means that if you're not perfect, you're going to hell. They think that if, you know, 
you make one mistake, everyone hates you, and you're just going to hell, and you're just doomed for eternity, and that's it, nothing else. And I just want you to know that that's not, that's not the case. Come as you are to the Lord, because He will convict you. And when He convicts you, it's, it's in such a loving, supernatural way that's like, wow right just as a parent when you're a kid right like you're a baby and you don't have an understanding of the world yet for yourself you don't really necessarily have a grasp on your own perspective of what life is your parents look out for you the best that they can so while yes they do make mistakes because they are humans just imagine god god is god is perfect and god is a spirit who created this universe and our life and he has a purpose and calling for us, right? So the same way that you may trust in your caregiver or your guardian or your parents or whoever raised you or takes care of you, the same way that you can trust in them, just imagine how much more you can trust in the Lord. Because, well, yes, our parents may disappoint us. Yes, our guardians and caregivers may disappoint us at some point or another and vice versa. It's expected from human nature. But God is perfect, loving, and faithful. And His faithfulness remains the same. He will never disappoint. He will never abandon you. He will never keep score and markings of how many times you sin. Like, do you really think God is sitting up in heaven like, yep, you sinned five times today. Mm, you sinned ten times yesterday. You're just terrible. Wow, I'm so ashamed. No, if that was the case, why would God send his only son, Jesus Christ, on the cross to sacrifice his life, to save us from going to hell and save us in our eternal life and to secure our eternal life with the Lord? Why would God do that if he was going to keep record of our wrong? Why would God do that if we have to be scared of him? There's nothing to be scared of when it comes to Christ because he is love and i just explained what the bible says about what love is so if god is love god is also all of those things stated in first corinthians he is a patient god he is a loving god he is a kind god he does not keep record of our wrongdoings he does not boast he doesn't envy he he doesn't get easily angered God doesn't get easily angered by our sin. He knows we're going to sin. He knows at some point we're going to fall short of the glory of God. He knows that. And I feel like if you still feel confused about like, okay, well, if I'm saved, then why do I have to like abide and obey his rules? Please listen to my previous episode about being saved by grace or works because I go into depth about it and I'm bringing this up because I truly want you to grasp that understanding for yourself. Even if you're not a believer, even if you're just curious about Christianity, even if you just accidentally stumbled on this podcast and you're like, who the hell is this talking? Just listen to the episode and give it a chance and truly let that marinate in. Like, wow, I am saved by God's works, not my own works. I am saved through God's grace. God is love and God loves me. And love is within me. When you accept Christ, you have the Holy Spirit in you. So why would God want you to be scared of him? Why would God hate you if when you accept Christ into your life, you have the Holy Spirit in you? 
You have God in you. God is within you. God is within all his believers and all those people who have faith in him. So why would he hate you? Or why would he want you to frighten him if he is within you and resides within you when you accept Christ into your life? Let's let's make it make sense. Because the math ain't mathing with that logic, right? So I I just kind of wanted to give a brief understanding of what the difference is like what what does it mean to be god-fearing what is it to be a god-fearing person what does god-fearing mean god-fearing does not mean that you literally fear god no god-fearing means that you respect god and you obey god and you have you have this obedience and discipline with your relationship with christ and i feel like it's no different than any other relationship you have with anyone else. When you love someone, when you get to know someone, when you build an intimate relationship with someone, you respect them in the same way that you would respect Christ in your relationship with Christ, right? So God-fearing does not mean that you should fear God. It doesn't mean that God hates you. It doesn't mean that God is like gonna just send you to hell for that one mistake you made the other day. No, you are doing just fine. Focus on your relationship with God. Focus on your walk with Christ. And for anyone who condemns you, for anyone who makes you feel like God loves you less, for anyone who makes you feel like you're not good enough for God, pray over them. Pray over them because they are battling something internal that you may not even know. And they could just be projecting it onto you because there is no such thing as someone being too dirty for Christ. That, I'm sorry, that is not a thing, okay? There's no such thing as someone who is too dirty for Christ, who is not good enough for God's love. Everyone is good enough for God's love. God is just such a gentleman that you have to go to God and accept him into your life. Jesus is waiting at that door right now for you, but he's not gonna barge in. He's not gonna barge into your life. He's not gonna barge in and like tell you like, oh, I'm Jesus, you gotta, you gotta follow the Bible and live like this if you wanna go to heaven. No, that's not who Jesus is. Jesus is waiting at the door for you to accept him in so you can get to know him, so you can build a relationship with him, so you can turn to him with the questions that you have, so you can turn to him with the fear, with anxiety, with the struggles, with the hardships, with the joy, with the love, with the excitement, to share the good times and the bad times and the hard times and depend on him in all those times. That's who Jesus is. Jesus wants a relationship with you and he's waiting at that door for you. He's such a gentleman that he's not gonna disrespect you. He's not gonna barge into your life. He's not gonna make you do things if you don't want to know. He wants you to choose him because that's what love is. It's not controlling, it's not manipulative, it's not easily angered. It doesn't keep records of wrong. Love is kind, patient. And that's who God is. So you never need to be scared of God, no matter how far away you feel you've strayed from God. He is always right there waiting for you. He is one prayer away and he's always looking forward to talk to you. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. And I pray that whoever is struggling in their relationship with God or in their walk with Christ, or even if you're just interested in getting to know who God is, or if you, if you fell for the shackles that God is someone that you have to be scared of, I pray that this episode helps at least one person 
that you're freed from those shackles that humans have placed on each other with their own knowledge and not Christ's knowledge. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Bankology the Brand and to subscribe to our podcast on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, sorry, or Spotify, Anchor, or all of the other podcasting platforms that this podcast is available on and whichever one that you use most frequently. Be sure to share this with a family member or a friend. You never know who may need it. It can truly save someone. You never know what anyone is going through. So thank you guys so much for listening. And as I always say, I'm here to support those who support me and my podcast.